0: Hey man, you there? Yo, what's good? How's it going, man? Hey, it's Will, I'm back. Hey, it's a good time.
1: Welcome to the
0: cat yeah. <laughs> Yo, speak up, bro. Yo, I can't. You turn that down. I cannot hear you. Just so, give what me. Was that? Oh, hey, what's up, man? Sorry, I couldn't hear you there. You gotta turn your music down, bro. Oh yeah, my bad. I like to keep it loud when I'm recording. <laughs> I'm watching the waveform of the recording. It's just maxed out. We're gonna have to adjust <laughs> that. I just, I think I fucked up the mic right there. <laughs> That's all right.
1: Welcome. Sorry. That welcome. Little pump, little
0: pump came through. Sorry. I, uh, we'll we'll ring you back in. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Let me
1: back in this. Welcome to the Catch Pup, a podcast for dogs everywhere nice (laughs) Uh, i've been sitting on that for three weeks
0: for dogs and dog catchers really have you been sitting on that that long yeah wow the quality of that was more uh off the cuff quality
1: it was off the cuff but that was in the delivery got it got it got it the last few ones you were like all right i'm gonna introduce and i was like okay i'll take a back seat then
0: your mom is right you are a genius thank you yeah
1: (laughs) hey will what's up
0: i'm chilling how's it going
1: good how everything okay you had a little trouble getting to the studio
0: yeah i'm just sweaty i got a flat tire on my bike because i really carelessly bike down this really shitty street every morning like it's not it's like an extra 30 seconds to my commute that i've that i recognize i should take every morning um to go on a really nice paved road and then there's just like a really shitty and under construction road that's the most (laughs) direct route to my route uh to to my work um (laughs) a spike filled road Yeah, it's just, like, lots of, like, steel plates and shit, and I'm on, like, a road bike with skinny tires, Um, (laughs) and so today was, like, another day, and I I, I knew it, man, like, I'm so in denial in the morning, I, I like, very, I, like, hit the, I hit the shit out of this steel plate, you know what I'm talking about when I say steel plate, like, those things, they, like, lay over the hole, yeah, so that's, like, an inch and a half thick, it's, like, a pretty thick, um play yeah that's and no so if you don't like yeah if you're not like a little bit like tactful with your bike about running over it um you can fuck up and i was obviously just like fully waiting my front wheel i was probably standing when this happened actually <laughs> and then just like didn't notice and ran right into it and i was like mm, that's uh that i was like 30 seconds from my office but i was like i bet that my tire is flat when i get out totally forgot all day like <laughs> work then had like a post work thing then had like a post post work thing um, and then just like as I was walking back to my bike, I, re- I remembered I was like, "Oh man, I bet that I have a flat," and I did.
1: Oh man, I thought it happened like as you were racing home to get home in time. And I no,
0: so I just left. I just left the bike at the office, uh, and I took a bike share home because Washington has a pretty good bike share program.
1: Yeah, well, New York has a pretty good one too. So you know, mm. you're not so special.
0: It depends on the metric of good. I mean, per like place that I need to go. Ah, oh, man, this is a- Really hard to speak accurately about without a lot more research. Um, the number of times that I've wanted a bike share and been able to capitalize on that and use that is much higher per. You know per what I'm trying you know say, right? Per tire. <laughs> the number of times that I've wanted that and been able to use it over the number of times that I've wanted it is a higher fraction than the one in New York. I In New York follow. it's always like this very specific case. It's like, "Oh, there happens to be a bike share here." In DC you can you can pretty pretty much count on it.
1: All right, man. Whatever. I'm just trying I'm to I'm not say.
0: arguing for DC's merits writ large over New York. I just mean that their bike share program is pretty good. Whatever, man. It's I... actually the same company. It's Alta who runs both of them.
1: Well, you know, I New York all the way. So this thing goes all the way to the top.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Big bike is behind this. Big big bike. (laughs) Oh, man. If only there was a big bike, I could get out of policy. We would be in a great place. My work (laughs) would be done here if uh, if big bike was something that we really legitimately had to worry about. (laughs) It's like, oh, man, we got to worry about the, uh, you know, the influence of big bike, big aloe, <laughs> big organic foods and big peace. Right. The peace lobby is way too powerful in Congress. Yeah, man, it's crazy. They're huge. The the, the big single payer lobby is just way too powerful with their donations and their crowdfunded support. It's all it, it goes all the way to the top. I assume politics is like that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all just <laughs> benevolent actors.
1: Yeah. Um. Speaking of your work being done, your work was done last week when you were in a different place. Right?
0: Uh, I, I commend you on the, the, that. Was a valiant segue. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, speaking slated.
1: of segues, <laughs> they're all over where you were.
0: Speaking of valiancy, I was just in—I uh, was just in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, no, that's what we have slated for segment one. I just went to San Francisco for the first time,
1: the Segway capital of the world.
0: The Segway capital of the world, the technology capital of the world, I guess, if you define technology as like the narrowly invented form of network technology that white people made in the past (laughs) few years.
1: And I do. That's how I define it.
0: How else would we, right? How else would we? (laughs)
1: Uh, Sure. That's your opinion. That's not my opinion. Yeah. (laughs) What did you do there?
0: What did I do there? I went to the American Political Science Association conference, which was super dope, and also probably not what I'm going to talk about <laughs> mostly <laughs> on this segment. Um, even though, like, this shit is awesome, man. It was everyone answering the really cool and important questions that we all care about. It just is not in tweet form and not in like blog post form. It's like people tackling important questions that it takes five years to answer. Well, that sounds unfortunate boring. That the audience, the only audience. For those five year long important questions, are, are typically other academics and like the privileged few private sector uh, representatives like me that, that could go there and listen. Um, it was dope. I mean, like, this shit was very far from the academic conference that I think a lot of people expected to be of like in the weeds, right? Like, theory right. and bullshit, like talking about real stuff, like how messaging affects elections and how elections affect like fiscal policy. It was great. I loved it. Cool. That sounds not up my alley at all. But it was, man. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, if you were there, like, yeah, you're not going to go to the fucking methodological talks and, like, debate the merits of integrals in the specific application. But, like, I guarantee, okay, for example, this was not slated for what we were talking about, but, like, people's attitudes on federalism, like, whether, like, the states or the federal government should take on a certain policy. This dude did this experiment with, like, a bunch of survey respondents that basically just said, like... Would you rather have this particular like would you rather have your state government and so it was like tailored like if you if the respondent was in Kentucky they would say like would you rather Kentucky uh, take over like this random policy or the federal government run it. And it was like perfectly correlated with the majority party in the state legislature, which makes sense, right? Like it makes sense that like Republicans are more states rights and they want like Kentucky. But like that is an important empirical finding for how we message things in the future. That was not complicated. That was super fucking important. And no one is paying attention to it because the only audience was like me and like 11 other people in this crusty (laughs) ass hotel, like hotel panel, right? Like uh, there's definitely a market like, not even necessarily a market. There's like a public purpose to like taking some of that stuff and like writing it up in slate and like writing it up in like places that other people read. Yeah. Um, So that should be your job. You should. Yeah. I think a lot of other people have tried to do that. Unfortunately, the incentives are kind of misaligned. Like no author wants their shit reduced to the point of putting it in slate. Right. Like realistically I said like that stuff is really relevant and I believe that it is, but there were points of that, that this author would not want omitted from any write-up like their sample selection like there was a very very like precise and like fucking boring way that they chose who should and shouldn't go in the survey <laughs> this person probably wouldn't want that uh, omitted from anything printed up in, in any real publication so um it, it, it's hard it, it, it's hard to kind of make it's very easy on this podcast to make the leap from like academia to the public audience um but it is a, a bit harder in in real life right now, just to be
1: clear, you started that by saying, I'm probably not going to talk about this.
0: Yeah, well, you fucking got me going, man. All right, I'm sorry. I love political just... science. <laughs> uh, once you wind you up, you can't stop. Why, why do you think my gothic script neck tattoo just says, <laughs> I love political science? <laughs> that looks great, by the way. Really Yeah, good. thank you. Yeah. And then on my inner lip, it says, like, fuck econ. <laughs> 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 political science all the way. <laughs> Uh, no, what did I do in San Francisco? You gave me a couple of assignments.
1: I did give you a couple assignments. Did you do so, both or
0: any? So I did both. Let me back up a tiny bit. So I think, uh, it makes the most sense to kind of give my experience in, in, uh, as I was told not to call it on Tinder, San Fran, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in chronological order. Um, so Okay, so we'll get to this assignments in a second. I think I think one one observation that I had about San Francisco is actually best illustrated through like a hypothetical. Can I like ask you a, a quick hypothetical? Sure. Okay, so it's a bit of a constrained hypothetical, but bear with me here. Um, if you were in Midtown, you were on thirty fourth uh, and like sixth, and it. you really needed to. Okay, you don't have a cell phone. You really need to buy crack uh where do you go
1: i i would go to 34th and 8th where there's a contingent of people who don't look like they own houses uh hanging out and ask them
0: oh man okay so you might be like you might have some information that is completely contrary to my thesis, which which would be awesome. Let me do like just like one other example, also. You picked an area that I'm at work that I work around, so
1: I just know that area very well.
0: Sure, but actually, my my kind of take on an experience that I had at San Francisco shouldn't really be affected by whether or not you know the area. Just just another one, okay. if, if I may, right? So you're on uh, 65th and Broadway, right by Laguardia High School Lincoln Center. Great. Um, you want to buy spoiler alert, crack, <laughs> where, where do you go? What is wrong with me? Um, <laughs> yeah. So just in case you're curious, like my experience was just trying to buy crack. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Okay. Where would you go if you're on the Upper West side like that? Uh,
1: I would go, I'd probably just walk towards the park and see who I know. Not who I to- know. Who looks
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which one of your crack friends is around? <laughs> Which so you one- mean you mean Central Park or Riverside Park? Riverside. All right. So I'll tell you what my experience was, and I'll tell you why I kind of thought that hypothetical would work. I-, I don't necessarily think my my story is invalid, but so essentially, I my first day there, I went to go pick up my badge for the conference in like what well, was a super nice neighborhood. I would probably compare it to, I don't know, like. Not quite the Upper West Side. It was like a place where there was like a lot of businesses, maybe around like Union Square or something like that, or like okay. 23rd Street neighborhood. And so I go to pick up my badge. I like fuck around on Wi Fi a little bit. And I know that my house is about three miles south of where I am. And I figure I'll just like walk for a little bit. And then when I'm tired of walking, I'll, I'll hop in an Uber. And I essentially walk like so. I'm, I'm in this Union Square neighborhood and I walk and maybe like three blocks away from where I was, just like in front of me is like. Uh, are like, I don't know, like a dozen to a dozen and a half, like homeless people in a, or people that at least appeared homeless, um, like real fucking agitated, like yelling and like having some sort of tiff, like, I don't know, you know, 50 feet in front of me. And I, right. I crossed the street and, you know, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm not. This story might sound like I'm, like, not wise to, like, what to do in this situation, but, like, I'm not that. Like, I'm from Brooklyn. I I get it, right? And I walk, I I cross the street, and then, like, there's, like, a dude, like, smoking a cigarette the wrong way, like, cursing, (laughs) and a woman with her breasts out, just, like, this was, like, a ratchet fucking block. And I was, like, holy shit, this was, like, a, that was, like, in one block. That's, like, a lot to see, like, in one block. And and granted, man, I am, like, as fucking Calvin Klein as I possibly could be. I'm in, like, I'm in khakis, bro. Like, I do not wear khakis. But I was going to this conference. I'm in, like, khakis. I'm in, like, a nice, like, nice tailored jacket and, like, a shirt, no tie. Like I look like an asshole. I'm wearing, like, (laughs) striped socks. And I... uh, and then so I like turn, like sharp turn onto the next street, and it's like the same. It's not like quite as bad on the second block, but I keep walking, and then the third block is like even worse. There's like a fucking campfire in the middle of San Francisco, <laughs> in the middle of the street. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, did I like run in to the nine and three quarters platform that was like instantly to the San Francisco hood? Like, literally, what's going on? And people are looking at me like I. Like, I should know better.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: it's surprising that I'm there and people are just like spare change, spare change. And it's like very clear that I'm just like not in the right place. I'm like, I, I get it. Like I got, you know, obviously I didn't have the radar to avoid this place, but I got the radar to get the fuck out of this. Place. Right. And I'm just like, I just like basically bolt towards where I know there's like a train station. I get to the train station and things clear up, whatever. I screenshot my, like, location to Google when I get home and I, and I go home. Turns out, like, the seediest possible neighborhood is just, like, right below the nicest neighborhood where I was. And the <laughs> reason why I, I, I posed that hypothetical was, like, if I was in, like – so, so I think my my kind of experience stands as unique. What, what I said to you, I was hoping you would be like, oh, well, I'd have to go to Harlem to get crack or like Queens to get crack or like right. some really seedy Alphabet City neighborhood to get crack. My kind of central idea and the reason why I wasn't worried is that right next to really nice neighborhoods in New York, there's not really not nice neighborhoods True. except for some gentrifying edge cases. But like typically if I'm in Union Square, right? You're right. You can get crack anywhere. It's New York goddamn <laughs> city for a reason, right? But it's not this like... St- deeply deeply seedy neighborhood man i was in the worst possible place in san francisco (laughs) right next to to like the nicest nicest place i was at a hotel that had like 180 year storied history there were tour guides at this hotel that's and then right next to it was that bad yeah it was fucked up man
1: that's nuts philly is kind of like that too Uh, i was walking around philly and like it would be a nice neighborhood and then just randomly in the middle just like i was like oh shit i gotta get out of here so similar similar to that but i've never seen it that bad before
0: It it, it was bad, man. And, like, anyone who listens to this is from San Francisco. Tell me if the tenderloin is really, like, not as hard as I thought. But, like, (laughs) I I really like the times that I felt unsafe because of a neighborhood I was in in the past five years. Not only have they been pretty few and far between but I've been like very prepared for it you know right, right. like I'll be like oh I'm walking from like this pla- this neighborhood to this neighborhood oh I know it's like a little cd in between but we'll like you know whatever We're with a large group I'm prepared for it I was so just ridiculously taken aback I mean like it was it was just a lot it was just a lot going on
1: that's that is nuts I would not be prepared for that <laughs> at all yeah wow
0: so long story short crack is awesome I did some <laughs> No, I got on the train after that. It was all fine. One observation, uh, trains are super weird in San Francisco, so they adjust the number of cars on the train. Do you know this? What? So it's like there's a two-car train coming or a one-car train coming, which is interesting. And I definitely take for granted, um, I think the New York City train is how all other trains are. New York City is a very different train station. It's the only public uh, transportation, underground transportation system that's available 24-7. Yeah. Um, I mean, available in very heavy quotes but um yeah it's crazy so like it kind of makes sense that actually other systems have a other systems have a system for adjusting demand we just always have a critical mass like we can always always do like a 10 or 15 car train but that was crazy also uh the trains they go above ground so like when we go above ground like I, i i'm an f train kid now um, when the F train goes above ground, as you know, cause your girlfriend used to live by me, it's on like an elevated train track, right? Yeah, Right. Yeah. So like the, ele- when it goes above ground in New York, it's just on the street on like a trolley <laughs> track, which is fucking nuts. Um, it was weird. Also like not totally sure that I paid for the train. There were two <laughs> different systems, two different cards. I have no idea. What I do know is I was on the train and I go past Dolores Park, which, uh, do you know Dolores Park? No. Well, I didn't know it either. Uh, It was the most. It was at sunset. It was the most breathtaking view I've I've seen in a while of like a cityscape. And so I just hopped off the train at the next stop and went to Dolores Park. um, Oh, nice! And then Ubered home like a real like a a real San Francisco person. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was kind of my. That was that was all the same night. That was that night. I just cooled off in Dolores Park, which is this incredible park in San Francisco with a great view of the city. What a night! Yeah, more publicly smoked weed than like any Fish concert I've ever been to. <laughs> I've been to one Fish concert, but, still, but that was, was going to be there. my
1: next question. How?
0: Yeah, yeah. None of those things were in the assignment that you gave me.
1: No, I, but that's okay. I. So a little backstory. I don't know anything about San Francisco, so I looked up some stuff. But you. I have another thing to say, but tell me your opinion of what I asked you to do. Two things. Did you do both or one? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I asked both. I asked you to try seafood at the wharf, I believe. Fisherman's, Fisherman's Wharf, yep. yeah. And then I asked you to try sourdough bread at Boudin's or something.
0: Sure, yeah. Um, so I went to... So I actually only had real plans to do one. So I went to Boudin's and... All right, so... All right, so Boudin's was on... It's this pier. It's called like Pier 39. It was very clearly like once a really cool place. I mean, it's a pier out into the bay. Like mm. you can kind of you can kind of set the scene for yourself. It's a yeah. very beautiful bay. Whatever. Uh, it was kind of like the Times Square. I could tell it was like the Times Square of places to be in San Francisco. Like it looked like it used to be like a bunch of really cool stores to stop into. And now it was like, I'm trying to think of like a particular store that like, is really fucking corporate, but tries not to be. Uh, like, Urban Outfitters. I, no, because it was mostly like consume on the spot things. It was mostly food and, and well, not consume on the spot, but like food and souvenirs. Mm. Hagendas wasn't there, but it was like imagine a Hagendoss that like custom ordered like a wood burned sign. Okay, okay. Like it was that like, was all chains, right? It was like the Spencer Gifts of the Pier. Um, got it. But Boudin's was there, that's why I went there. So I went, I went, and I got, I got Boudin's. I got. Uh, uh, sandwich that was on sourdough it was fine the honest truth is that like it was 96 degrees i did not bring i don't even like to wear shorts in general but like (laughs) i wear them in dc because it's such a swamp so i brought like my regular like gear to san francisco like i brought like two different jackets uh this particular day i was wearing like a pretty heavy button-up a light a pretty heavy button-up, a like light suit jacket, which I just took off and crumpled in my bag because I could. I couldn't <laughs> take off the button-off, or else I wouldn't have a shirt. Um, a pretty heavy button-up and like thick black jeans and boots. It was 96 degrees. Oh, my degrees, God, dude. dude. I was fucked up. <laughs> also, shouts to the sea lions I saw there. I won't really go into that, but <laughs> there were some dope sea lions. Sea lions are aggressive as fuck, by the way. Um, but so I went to Boudin's and like, I couldn't really enjoy this food. I was just like sweating so badly. I I was hungry enough. So I ate it. It was good. It was pretty good. Um, the real, I mean the real, just like at this point I was still in denial of how hot it was. I was kind of just like, this is great. Like I'm at Boudin's, like I'm I'm doing the tourist shit. Um, so I went to Boudin's and then I'm just like, it's like a mile walk (laughs) to Fisherman's Wharf from there, but I'm just like, I'm doing it. I'm I'm fucking doing it, dude. And so I walk all the way to Fisherman's Wharf. I mean, like. I had my top button buttoned, and I looked in the I looked in the mirror and like my I had like a sweat mark on my neck <laughs> like it was so bad. I considered even like buying a t shirt it was so bad and I'm just like so out of place and luckily, I mean a lot of people most people were caught off guard by this heat like my airbnb host was just like incessantly apologetic about how hot it was as if they have like some control of that um but they, they like everyone was really hot, so I wasn't like disgustingly out of place or anything, but then I went to like uh, Fisherman's Wharf and I was just like I'm here like I have to eat something like Noah <laughs> told me to <laughs> but I'm so hot and it's all like fried fish I mean my options were like so they had like, a lot of things that bordered – I love lobster rolls. They bordered on lobster rolls but weren't <laughs> quite lobster rolls. Like, this, like, crab salad sandwich. And, like, I wasn't really down for that. It was, like, a little bit too expensive. It was, like, $16. And so I just asked someone on the street, this dude with this, like, incredible low-rider bike. And, like, um, I mean, uh, yeah, he had, like, a bandana on, low-rider bicycle, and, like, nice. only his top button button. This is, like, a very, oh. like, classic Latino uh, image of, of California. Mm-hmm. And – um that there's a word for that that is that character that i won't say but he just um he was like dude you gotta get um like the calamari and jalapenos and i was like okay that sounds like something that i like also like it's calamari that's like really it's like really hot right now that's not what i want at all Ooh, i didn't say that to him
1: but i also like you were like you don't understand my this might not make sense to you i have a podcast my he's told me to do this <laughs> yeah
0: yeah right <laughs> And I'm like, I really want to be like, dude, I'm so hot. My top button buttons. But like this dude's top button is button. He (laughs) knows the deal. Like this dude grew up in the hot top button button scenario. Right. So like I can't really, I can't really bark up that tree for him or whatever. So I go and I'm like, which one? Because there's a lot of places. um, Also like, yeah, this was actually, Fisherman's Wharf was the perfect contrast to this Pier 39 place. Because whereas Pier 39 was really like all like really, really carefully polished places that were pretty corporate or pseudo corporate. This place was pretty run down in a way that was really Mm. attractive to me. Um, And... So, I was like, what's the best one? And he was like, oh, they're all good, but, like, this is my jam. I actually can't remember the one that he pointed me to. I wish that I could shout them out as we did with our our Montreal. Right. Um, actually, all of our places we typically shout out. Um, I couldn't remember what it was, but I, I went there, and I don't really take the time to, like, look on the menu at all because I'm like, yeah, I'm getting, like, calamari and jalapenos, like, whatever. Um, and I just get up, and I'm like... I get up there and I'm like, hey, what do you want? It's like very crowded. I'm like, hey, calamari jalapenos. And the guy goes, hey, you know about that? <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm in a fucking suit jacket. Like, I don't know. And I was just like, uh, this. I was like, my friend told me. And he's like, oh, OK. And huh. it actually reminded me of this time in Providence. There's this great falafel place where I asked for um, Makdus, which is like this uh pickled eggplant that my friend from lebanon like from lebanon not like my lebanese american friend my friend from lebanon had put me onto. i like, i was like how do you know about that <laughs> i was like oh shit i don't know it, it stressed me out both times long story <laughs> like, sorry short, I, sorry I, yeah sorry right long story short i got the the calamari jalapenos it was really spicy it was really hot i was hot as fuck <laughs> dude i almost took off my shirt i mean like i was sweating through my pants i was so hot um it was great it was this great. Is, it was much better than the Boudin sourdough, man. That place, I could tell it was probably good in a time, but it was very corporatized. And I'm, I'm, I'm willing to hear any feedback from the fans uh, or pushback from the fans who <laughs> have a better experience with, with San Francisco sourdough more generally. But man, that was a shitty experience compared to my jalapeno calamari.
1: <laughs> so this all makes sense because I got these two suggestions when I Googled uh, top 10 things not to do in San Francisco.
0: Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs>
1: Yes. Are you fucking kidding I'm me? I'm f- dead serious.
0: You know that I spent my my time on that, Noah. <laughs> I didn't have that much free time. <laughs> I'm 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 pissed at you. That sucks. <laughs> hey, but you got a good experience out of it. You made so a good story. The, the, the Pier Thirty Nine thing was a definite not do. It's basically <laughs> like you telling me to like go to Times Square and get an I Heart New York shirt, but like <gasps> a lot of other people. Fuck you! Stop laughing. A lot of other people did tell me to go to Fisherman's Wharf for the seafood. Okay, that I don't feel bad. And there was about a lot that. of like, there was a lot of people that it seemed like didn't really, how do I put this lightly? They had to choose quite carefully what to spend their spending money on when they were there. <laughs> uh, so then, so th- I'm not sorry for that one. Then that fine. Yo, fuck fun. you, though. We only have a limited amount of time at these places. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whatever. I had a great time. We had a good story. Whatever. Good. I'm glad. It may, I, yeah.
1: That was not the reaction I thought you were going to have.
0: I'm supposed to tell you where to go in Vermont, right? Oh, fuck.
1: Yeah. Yo, Shit, check I this sh-
0: out. I got a, I got an idea for you. I need you to find stinging nettles <laughs> and r- pull your pants down and sit on them. <laughs> Everyone on Yelp told me to do it. That's what oh, you should really? do. Oh, really? That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: going to be good. Oh, that was like top
0: rated? That was good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. <laughs> cool, cool. That's what you uh, should do. Yeah, I'm going to Vermont. Um, but actually, yeah, I am supposed to assign you some things. That's pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> what you did, you actually did that. I did it. I swear to God, I did it. Fisherman's Wharf was fine. Yeah, no, Pier Thirty Nine was the Times Square of, of of it was worse than Times Square. At least Times Square has like some funny, uh, like meta value, like watching people like take right. pictures of themselves and all that. Like Pier Thirty Nine was just like. Oh my god, dude. I wish I that I videotaped this or, or recorded some audio from it. There was this like really bad magician. It was like <laughs> everyone was like walking by to go to their like saltwater taffy place, you know, that they like have been going to forever. And this magician's like, Hey you guys looking for something to do? <laughs> like, yeah, hey, what are you guys up to? You guys wanna watch a magic show? You wanna do a magic show? It's like obviously like this guy's been here all summer, like everyone knows all his tricks and everyone's just like, mm no, sorry. <laughs> yeah it was bad it was really bad oh well i'm sorry Um, i'm supposed to recommend things to you in vermont but i actually realized on the way home i don't know where you're going in vermont i'm going to burlington vermont oh nice okay uh have you heard of bernie sanders nope who's that do you know my cousin's husband is that bernie sanders no but he is these are i'm just listing off things that i know about burlington okay um do you need a winter coat yes you should go to Burlington Coat Factory. All right. I have no assignment for you. I'm sorry. I know that I was supposed to bring one. That's okay.
1: You can think of one before I, sometime while I'm there. And
0: What talk. things are characteristic of Burlington, Vermont?
1: Ben and Jerry's. Uh, uh, actually, that's not in Burlington, but it's like 20 minutes away. Uh, UVM. Hippies. It's like a big Yeah, I was going to say, pulse. all I can
0: think of is like smoking weed and like wanting single payer health care, but you are there already. So. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I can try
1: and do the single payer healthcare thing if you need.
0: Yeah, actually here's your assignment. Go to Burlington, Vermont and establish a single payer healthcare system uh, on the national level. <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Today's
1: episode is brought to you by Boudin's in San Francisco. We love your sandwiches. All right. Welcome back. So this is our final episode of the summer. It's also our final episode of the season. We did another 10. Um, That being said, since summer is ending, I thought we would take a little trip down memory lane and ask each other some questions on our favorite and best things of the summer. Does that sound good to you?
0: Man, summer went by faster than I thought.
1: Yeah, I didn't really have a summer at all. It
0: was the like, end of the summer is just always a time for reflecting on the things you didn't do for yourself.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't ask the things that. the
0: things that I promised myself and didn't deliver this summer. Okay, uh, that's good. Um, I'm gonna go hey to a- best meme of the summer. <laughs> what is it?
1: <laughs> uh, I was gonna say I'm gonna go to a different show. I think that's a little depressing. Yeah, sorry. No, that's okay. Um, I'm gonna. Well, ask but that
0: them. that feeds into the same inherent motivation of the beginning of fall, right? Right. Yeah. I, there's there's a positive side to it. Sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack you. No, that's continue. okay. That's quite all right.
1: Um. So number one, just what's your your best the best song of the summer? It can be your oh, summer man. or the best summer. song of the summer. I mean, the summer. It's that same goddamn
0: song. That everyone. When does summer start? Uh,
1: June. 20th. You know what?
0: Doesn't matter. Bodak Yellow. Cardi B. That shit is great. Honestly, a, a
1: masterpiece.
0: What did what, what did you think? What, did you have anything loaded in that? I was just gonna
1: say Desposito because everyone say everyone knows it. And
0: yeah, I mean, like I like that song, and I actually I like it even more for its kind of like meme status. Like it's just like so expected that like white people love that song. But yeah, uh, Yellow is fucking awesome, dude.
1: No, yeah, that's like, and I a like that song. she
0: like ripped off and improved on Kodak Black because that dude is a fucking criminal. Yeah, he's a domestic abuser. Fuck that guy.
1: Yeah, fuck that guy. Cardi B. Mwah. Perfect.
0: Cardi B, lover. Great.
1: Longtime friend of the pod. <laughs> Longtime friend of the pod. What? I think that's what you said. Friend of the pod. Oh. I thought you were trying to say fan and friend and change. T- Yo, cannot. don't try to throw me friend. under the bus, bro. Alright, man. I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry. I'm here. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready, man. That was quick. <laughs> I, I think that I might be lying about what I think the best song of the summer is, but for right now all I can think of is Cardi B and I love her, so
1: that's okay. Um you have a question for me? Yeah.
0: Uh what was the best meme of the summer?
1: I'm gonna go with Damn Daniel.
0: That was so long <laughs> ago. That was not even the summer. That was
1: last year. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with that those stock photos of the woman and the man.
0: Yeah, distracted guy?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. I loved the uh the distracted guy looking at socialism when capitalism is his <laughs> girl. I mean, like, this is an inherently misogynist meme, right? Like, I, I think we can recognize that. Oh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck me. I thought it was hilarious. What was yours? Favorite meme of the summer? I do like that one. I don't want to be too biased, like, recency bias. Um, I really liked, also just to, like, continue to be offensive, I really liked the Italian meme, like, how <laughs> Italians do X. Right. So right. it's that, like, classic, like, Mamma Mia hand phrase where it would be, like, how Italians shoot. And it's, like, them <laughs> holding a gun like that. Um, I really, yeah. really like that. And to be even more
1: uh, sexist and racist, I really liked the I still love my curvy wife meme. That was a great oh, one. Oh,
0: God. Okay. But at least, like, the fact that that was a meme was an anti-offensive Right. Thing. Everyone knew it was, yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, hot take. The internet is not a super tolerant place. No, no. <laughs> Who would have thought that like lots of things that come out of the internet, like even things that are pseudo woke are pretty <laughs> fucked up. Yep, that's um not
1: fun. Not great. Yeah. Um. Okay, what was your favorite catch-up segment of the summer?
0: Great question.
1: Follow up, what was your least favorite catch-up segment of the season
0: slash summer? It's a great question. I... It's really hard to remember what goes on in episodes to the point where I actually like I like listen to our podcast somewhat frequently just to like catch up on what we've talked about. No pun intended. <laughs> um, fuck, I have no idea. Do you have anything loaded? I feel like I can like agree with you. I feel like it was definitely something that like you proposed and executed on. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, both come
1: from the same episode and both come from your status where you were. You said this is my this episode has my favorite and least favorite segments. Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah. So again, I don't even remember saying that. What were they?
1: So my favorite and best one was the performance reviews we did. Oh, yeah, that was good. Um, Followed up after a nice commercial break in the same episode by the Internet Trends was my least favorite
0: that was so bad (laughs) that was my bad yeah no like i proposed and executed on that and like i think even in the moment i was like this is pretty fucking horrible (laughs) um i mean it was just yeah. there were so many things that were just like so textbook wrong about that like i was (laughs) reading a lot off of paper like fundamentally the content didn't really translate to audio right yeah that was that was really bad Um, See, but i didn't have that self-awareness in the moment i was like that's pretty good that's a good
1: segment and then i edited it back and i was like what what is this and, yeah, and unfortunately we don't have
0: like B takes to put in for it. Like right. everything that we record is just what we record. Um, what I'll say, I, I did like performance reviews, especially cause they were inspired by real life. And I, I got answers to those actual questions later, which was funny, Um, <laughs> which were not so different. Like than the ones that you gave me, I mean, Nate, this is actually consistent with like a lot of my observations on like, just like me in general, like a lot of the same problems in my professional life are problems <laughs> in my personal life. I, you know, never on time, drink too much, I'm a racist. It's, just all, it's all the same.
1: Are you um, calling this part of your professional life or your personal life? Uh, personal, to be clear. I don't know. Okay. Are you getting
0: paid for this? Is there money I don't know about? Well, yes. <laughs> and I was going to give you a cut, but not anymore. No, this is decidedly personal for me. Okay. Um, uh, I think that actually my favorite of this season was the original Mashup Madness. It worked oh, yeah. really well. I mean, we, we liked it for a reason, right? We, I mean, we did it again for a reason. Yeah, that's a good
1: one. That was a good one. Um Okay, you have one for me. What was your favorite tweet of the summer? Oh, dude, it's got to be Confefe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um Oh man, I don't know. I uh Hmm. I feel like it has to be something Trump said. But does it though? I don't know. Nothing's coming to mind off the top of my head. Can you think
0: of one specific? Honestly, I can. The only meme that I can think of when I try to dig back for memes that I really liked is Obama saying "Cool clock, Ahmed." <laughs> I like that. That was wholesome. I mean, that was that was fucking genius. Yeah, I, I don't know great. if it was calculated. I mean, like, I actually have a sense given the timeline of that tweet that it was not so calculated. Um, mm-hmm. it, was, it was kind of ad hoc. But if it was, I mean, that was that was one of the best tweets of all time.
1: Yeah. Although the
0: Hillary Clinton delete your account was a
1: pretty good one. That was that was like the most marketed calculated thing I could. Think
0: of. Yeah, I love this this tweet that was uh put on yes, yes, no on reply all. D- do you know what I'm about to say? Like the about Hillary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like Yas drag him. <laughs> like as <laughs> if Hillary is just like this act like actually super super uh super super tuned into like uh, millennial internet slang. Right, right. Um that was good. But all of that was tinged with, like, this sucks. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I'm not, I was not woke enough to think that Hillary would lose, not by a long shot, but I did have this feeling that, like, it kind of sucks that she, this is how she's going to win. Right. It right. sucks that, like, dabbing on Ellen and saying, delete your account is, like, how we have to pass, like, real progressive policy in America. Because right. we can't do it, like, organically.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, neither, none of that was this year, though, I just realized. Yeah. I mean, and, sorry, and, this and, summer. And,
0: Yeah, not this summer either. Um, I did like this tweet from this guy Wint. Um, he was like, "Uh, "Yo, fuck Nietzsche. Like, I'll scream into any abyss." (laughs) (laughs) I like that a lot. All right, I'm going
1: with that too. Yeah, that's mine. Fair. Um. Okay, who was your best friend of the summer? (laughs) And who was your worst friend of the summer?
0: So, uh. A clarification on the question of worst friend: Is this like someone who I was friends, like I am friends with, who was bad to me, or someone who was just like farthest from being my best friend? I, I think it kind of has How to be do the you former. Want to it? Well, because the latter is like an infinite number of people. Like Osama bin Laden is like my worst friend. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, who was my worst friend? Yeah, he is pretty bad. like my friend who I'm friends with. So someone that I'm friends with who was not a good friend to me. Yeah, call I don't him out. Like my name. I'm pretty good at like not doing that i mean like your bitch ass is probably on there dude oh, like okay. i like oh 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 what you want to act like a saint i oh, said at the okay. beginning of the summer i said at the beginning of the summer don't say you're going to visit if you're not going to visit do you guys want to visit this summer and you said yeah and i said and then i on the group chat everybody said yeah and then i privately texted you and i said hey Noah, i need a champion on this will you be the ringleader and you said no i mean you said yes Sorry. <laughs> you said yes and i said no i was out of it <laughs> <laughs> no. And you know what? I think I mostly knew that y'all weren't going to visit, but you said yes. And I had a little bit of that in my heart. So all you right. were my worst friend. You as my champion were wow. my worst friend this wow. summer. Wow. I did not see this. fucker. I did not see this coming at all.
1: So who was your best friend then? Noah as well, right? Well, Yeah, you were probably my best friend oh, too. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I
0: was like, hey, can I push the recording every day, every single time that we have to record by 15 minutes? You were like, no sweat.
1: Yeah, which is hard for me to say because I sweat.
0: Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got one more for you. Okay, what was uh Now we're getting a little personal. What was your best outfit of the summer?
1: <laughs> this actually kind of goes with my next question too. Uh, my best outfit of the summer is a shirt I bought and I wore black jeans with it and then turns out the shirt looked very similar to the shirts they wear at Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> Someone called you out on that in public? Yeah, Nicole called me out on it. Oh, that's uh,
0: fucking great. I love it.
1: So, that's my best outfit. What about yours?
0: I don't know. I was in New York and I decided to I basically decided to stay an extra day so I had to cop an outfit and I just decided like it was just time to like look fresh as fuck and I just hit up Uniqlo and got like a really cool Navy blue, like a really soft Navy blue short sleeve button up. And yeah, black jeans as per use white snakes crushed it.
1: Nice. Nice. I will say fall is my best outfit time. So
0: for sure, for I'm sure. Lo- me I'm too. looking
1: forward to that. Ask me again yeah, in the fall. I will. Um, now this, you actually said a little earlier, but, uh, what's the best time you sweated through your shirt this summer?
0: Yeah. Uh, super simple answer for that the best time that i sweated through my shirt um (laughs) work sent us i mean this was in the real peak of the dc summer like early august mid-august um sent us out to this farm in maryland for beer and crabs and so i just ate like i don't know i mean this probably is categorized as crab genocide like i ate a fuck ton of crabs and just like near a constant supply of beer the entire time <laughs> and uh i'm already like carrying around towels like pushing kids out of the way to like stand in front of a fan like we are brutally hot and someone's like yo we should play volleyball and i was like no wait dude, it's it's way too hot like i'm not <laughs> playing volleyball and this person goes i think you will you will know why this is significant and some people that know me pretty well will know why it's significant someone goes okay and I was like, oh, no, dude, fuck you. <laughs> D- uh, <laughs> D- the not came me like that. I'm about to crush you in volleyball. So I went, I mean, like, again, well, I guess I was in shorts, actually. I was in, like, cut off shorts, Vans, and this button up t shirt. And I was just sweating through everything. And, yeah, volleyball was rough. Volleyball was real rough. But was it worth it? <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to tell. I was, I mean, I almost died. I feel like I almost died. Um, but, yeah. But that, you did. So. I didn't. What was your... I mean, you're you're kind of the sweat enthusiast here, the sweat uh, aficionado. What was your uh, best time that you sweat through your shirt? Um,
1: For me, I would say the best time I did it was on my way home from work because that was convenient so I didn't have to go to work th- soaked through my shirt. Mm, fair. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's my main concern about sweat at this point. I don't really care about... Uh, actually, I have a better answer the best time i sweat was um when i had just put on a shirt one time this summer and we went to meet some new pulse people at a bar and i gave them a hug and we had just got there and they had already said oh your back is sweaty (laughs) nice best and worst that's it for me and my questions happy summer happy summer see you in the fall Today's episode is brought to you by What is the point of doing these ads anymore? Nothing to live for. There's nothing to live for. There's nothing to live for. That last one I did, you should use. Welcome back. So we have a Twitter um, that I have not used once to promote any episodes of season three. I uh, have not posted one thing. So I'm scrolling down Twitter yesterday and to my great surprise someone is posting from our Twitter. Uh and well if, yeah what
0: some some thing is posting from our Twitter.
1: So I thought here I am thinking we got hacked for a second. I'm seeing a bunch of random jumbles gobbledygook. Uh I don't know if that's a slur. Um <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> yikes. And uh yeah, you're 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 offending gibberish words. (laughs) You're gibberish American, not gobbledygook. (laughs)
1: Um and so I saw this stuff and I thought, oh, it must be Will doing one of his crazy antics. So what the hell's going on, Will?
0: It it was more or less that. I mean, we don't have to spend too much time on this. Um I So this is all this is all like an anti-fascist move, right? So when you're at it is fuck you dude when you're at a party um there's always a nazi at the party um the oxcord nazi right the guy who's like uh, around the oxcord who just like only and i say he right it's like a little bit of gendered language but like it generally is a dude who's just like oh no dude like you don't know this like theophilus london song like oh no no, no, no. this is unreleased fucking frank ocean cut like shut the fuck up everybody likes music right also <laughs> That music always sucks. It's always, like, some really, like, gritty bullshit. So, whatever. Um, I set out to democratize this. I wanted something for a while where... So, the initial conception was for anyone could tweet at this particular Twitter, and it would add it to a collaborative Spotify playlist. Um, I've since expanded it to text, because a lot more... Everyone has text. Um, not everybody has Twitter. but So, yeah, I stood up a spot bot uh, SpotBot that will add things to a Twitter. So, the use case is... You can put things in your Facebook invite for your event. Hey, add songs by texting songs to this playlist. Hey, tweet at this thing. Or if you're at the party, you can put it up on a chalkboard or give it to people when you're there and say, hey, text this thing and you can put a song on the playlist.
1: Now, I actually I think this is pretty fucking cool. I think this is I I like it. Yeah, I
0: think it's a good idea. I mean, it's not marketable, right? The first thing everybody wants to say is like, oh, yeah, like are you going to make this into a fucking app? No, it's not like you can't do that twitter api for commercial purposes like that shit costs money like spotify api like it's, it's all it's just for friends it's, it's just for us
1: just for us could you, yeah, you it, could you use a different twitter yeah here, yeah, here i am
0: and, and any single instance i can make i can use a different number a different twitter a different playlist any single instance i can do quite easily it's scaling it to a point where like other people could like you know i mean like how you might use it um like uh, you know, there's a website where you go and, like, put in your credit card info or something like that. Just There's just a ton of reasons why that wouldn't work. And I kind of like that. Like, I'm not in the interest of, like, building some fucking app to make money off of. Like, I like doing little ghetto hacky shit like this.
1: Right. Do you have, like, a, a firewall if I try to put it on Green Day? It comes back being like, sorry, you've been blocked forever.
0: So, no. I mean, in terms of security, more generally, just no. Like like for example if an like you okay so like hardcore vulnerability if you set up a bot that like spammed my bot my bot wouldn't know what to do with it (laughs) that's like another reason why i don't really care to like scale this because like that's another thing it would be just like impossible i'd have to like hire someone or some fucking consultant there's like some bullshit like that i just like it's very vulnerable to other things also like from a technical standpoint all of the passcodes are not encrypted and in my code like no one can see that except me right now <laughs> if someone like really wanted to go upstream like if someone was truly malicious about like wanting to hack into this thing like i'm sure that it's quite vulnerable right right what i will say the one hack that i have implemented is that on the text endpoint uh if a song comes from me it gets put well if a song comes from anybody else it's the bottom of the queue if a song comes from me it's the next song <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yo, I'm, the, I'm the vibe curator, dude. I'm the, I'm the creator. Like, of course. You need I actually to have, think there's like, yeah.
1: You need to have final say. I yeah, have a question. You, so I texted a number to test this out a couple days ago.
0: Yeah. It, I think that it probably just said Brett back to you.
1: More or less. But um, the question is, is that the number I would text to add to the playlist?
0: Or uh, were you like testing something else? Uh, let me think about this. So I, have I, to- a, I, I told you to text it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that is the test number that for the first instance. So I have like a company party coming up, and I think it will probably be used for the, the first company party. For the, yeah, you have the number for the first instance, essentially. So my
1: bigger question is could I change the party from, could I change the music from New York City when you're at a party in DC?
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's the beauty of this entire hacky situation, right? Is that I've built almost no technology myself, right? So people were saying like, "Oh, do I have to say like exactly what song it is?" No, because it's the it's just importing something into the search bar of Spotify and bringing back the first thing. Like everything is using someone else's technology, so like, but does I don't it have automatically to play, or do you have to click play? So I click play on the playlist, but then. It just keeps going no matter what people add. So like, yeah, you can add something to from New York City because it just depends on the on the text technology, not like my technology. My technology is simply like taking text and feeding it into Spotify. And when's this party? I ain't telling you shit, bro. I ain't telling you nothing. I'm just saying. I'm going to have like a lit party with like only VIP people adding and shit. And then you're going to put on like Adele or something. I'm just saying, man, if
1: you want to hear all of American Idiot front to back (laughs) at a party, you never know.
0: In in the same way, I've already written the logic to put my stuff to the top. I think anything that comes from your number, I might have to add in logic to just like completely ignore. (laughs)
1: All right, fine. So I'll be shadow banned from the whole fucking thing.
0: Whatever. Oh, shadow banning. That's great. That's what I'm gonna name the function that bans you. Shore <laughs> <laughs> sure, banning. Um, yeah. Yeah, bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well, that's cool. I would, I you don't use our Twitter at all, but I would re- love to reserve the right to use our Twitter again. So get yeah, that I mean, shit elsewhere, bro. Yeah, it, it, it is. Uh, yeah, you it, you don't have to worry about our Twitter anymore. It's done. Oh, I know it's done. None of us post on it.
0: No, I mean my, my
1: hijinks are, are right. done. Whatever. That's a thing I want to do next season is um use our Twitter more.
0: Hey, next season. Yeah, this is the season finale.
1: Yeah. What? um This is it.
0: It's kind of fucked up how you just assumed that I wanted to do the next
1: season. Uh, oh, you're right. I didn't ask. Do you want to do a season four? Uh,
0: Would it be weird to say no on air? we can edit it out i'm just kidding i'm just kidding of course i want to do season four let's do it we're talking
1: uh we're talking feature length
0: movie we're talking more stuff that happens to us like more like third party not that major cities that we visit to we're talking more hot takes about twitter we're talking about more shitty mashups music wise
1: yeah i'm gonna try and 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 do a segment that i plan out before the day of
0: yeah, we're talking about full-on 24-hour notice for recording.
1: Yeah, great. We're talking, um, I don't know, Skype might update in the meantime. Uh, that's not on me, though. They might do their own thing.
0: Uh, you know, it's fucking great. When nobody pays you, nobody could can cancel you. Exactly.
1: exactly. Nobody could can cancel us. Great.
0: So, Except for like the like multiple third-party vendors that we rely on, like Logic, <laughs> SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, like any way that you listen to this, we're virtually dependent on. Yes, please do not take us off. Do not
1: go under. We had a little scare with SoundCloud earlier, so <laughs> we
0: fucking did. Yeah, we did.
1: <laughs> and we had zero backup plan if they went under. Well,
0: we kind of have a backup plan. So, well, yeah, we don't have to get into it right now. But <laughs> Spotify actually said that for. Pod well for anyone that uses RSS feeds, which is mostly for podcasts. We actually will be able to migrate our subscribers to the RSS feed.
1: Okay, so fuck you, which is not
0: not that important practically because I think the actual RSS feed subscribers are very low. But it's important, like on principle, to me.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. So cool. I'll see you on season four. Do you have any big scoop you want to tease for
0: season four? I like Halloween, and I want to talk about why I like Halloween.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. We got a whole Halloween episode. Spooky, scary
0: things. Spooky shit. <laughs> it's going to be so scary.
1: <laughs> so we got a special Halloween episode. I'm, I'll am go to Vermont and come back. Um, yeah, so stay tuned. Enjoy us not polluting your Facebook feeds for a little bit. Um. Well, I
0: gotta edit this long-ass shit, right? Will's
1: gonna edit this one. It's five hours long as it stands right now. Yeah, this is,
0: a real, this is probably the longest first segment we've ever done. Yeah, well... <laughs> it was like 95% of me. Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, these hey, time- bro, you ever been to San Francisco? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, you did go to Boudian's, and that's I hear that's the best place in San Francisco. So.
0: Yeah, also, fuck you, by the way, for that whole, like, what you shouldn't do thing.
1: That's all right. You expect more of this great Will Noah dynamic on season four. Oh, Brooklyn.
0: Goodbye. So, thanks for listening.
1: Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for letting, letting us. Uh, uh, I'll let Will have the last word. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so <you> guys, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> to catch up is Will R. and Noah Shore, with executive production by Noah Shore. Our intro music is by Headlong Snipers, and our outro music is by Skirt. Thanks to our sponsor, the paperclip from Microsoft Office.